Welcome to Those Now and Brothers Podcast. Suck it, Platt. Hey guys, welcome to Those Nellen Brothers Podcast, episode number 35. This is Tim. This is Brett. We are three nerds that happen to be brothers who enjoy talking about games, tech, anything else we happen to like. How's it going, guys? Oh, it goes. And he has no name. Oh, I'm no name. David. <laughs> <laughs> I have no name. He has no name. Always there are a- some who call him Dave. Or weirdo. That's Weird. my preferred. Oh. Bullet sponge, bullet sponge, me, bad reviver, bad reviver. <laughs> oh, oh, no, someone's camping my body. <laughs> Come on, bro, kill him first. <laughs> I killed three people that was camping your body. So, so to get so, to you. So and then, well, you missed the one that I saw. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like last night we played some battlefield and they were both medics and Dave won. Beating out Brett with all the different by two, by two, by two, just whole two, and uh, and that two gave me the whole victory over everybody. Yeah, those two revives made him the best medic in the game. But like, I think of my favorite moments of of all night. We were sitting there, and we're all working up on taking a a point. Butter? Butter. Butter. Is butter, yeah. butter Bravo, Baker. One. I don't know what they call it. Anyway, so we're, I'm inching up, and then I see Brett get shot by some dude with a shotgun <laughs> who then runs behind like a little bush. And then Dave comes running up with a needle, and Brett's like, he's to your left! And Dave's like, I don't care! Revives him, and the dude just pops out, shotguns Dave, and then, like, beats Brett down on the ground. <laughs> I know. He probably recorded that moment. He's like, look at this epic move! And I'm like... <laughs> Dude, you created that epic move, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dave's fault. <laughs> Anyways, so what you been up to, David? So I've been building my robotic hand, of course. I got demo on um the I did a demo on Thursday of it. Went flawlessly. Flipped off the teacher. <laughs> Fla- flawlessly. Flipped yeah. off the teacher flawlessly. That was probably yeah. the most exciting moment of your life. Oh no. I've done it before. But with your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it was that hand. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that happened. But probably one of my favorite moments of the week was, so in our statistic class, we were talking about how I, the IQs and everything, how the averages and stuff works, like, because we have to do a statistics class. Calculus-based statistic, but it's boring. It's statistic. It's, it's going to be yeah. boring. So the guy that sits right next to me, like, we've known each other since we've been both at the school, and, and he leans next to me. Why the teacher's talking about IQs? Everyone else is average except for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> did, did he want to get in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> that was your night. <laughs> oh, my God. And so I started bursting up laughing. It's just... It's hilarious. <laughs> like everybody else is average, but you. Mm. Oh, it's someone a good thing. has a if special friendship. If I found you friendship. in the dark closet, you wouldn't be able to tell anybody what happened because <laughs> you can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, All right, I guess I'll go next since my story is very recent. <laughs> so we're setting up this morning. No big deal, right? Normal, normal, normal. I got a. He is 11, and he is learning their world exists in very different manners and ways than he thought it ever did. No, he walked in. So Tim, Tim, no, he didn't walk in. Tim, so Tim's, Tim's comes in. We're starting to set up, and he says, "How did your night go?" And Tim just looks at him and is like, "What are you asking?" <laughs> like I didn't get laid. He's <laughs> like, like, "If that's I, what you're asking, I didn't get laid because that's if that's what you're asking." And he's like, oh, "I was asking how you slept." I was like, well, when you ask how it went last night, you're asking how I got la- if I got laid. So he's like, like, well, you don't ask that things. And the, the funny part is, Tim walks out the room. So then he turns to me, did you? Just eleven year olds, like preteens. This is horror. Like he has just no idea what he just asked, <laughs> but he asked it. <laughs> oh man. Uh-huh. 
So. Did you give him the truthful answer that you just did it solo? I had to do the five knuckle shuffle because there's like my daughter's having a sleepover and no way my wife was going to do that tonight. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, five Palmella and her five friends. <laughs> yeah, jeez, I know. That was awful too. One of them woke up with nightmares at like four in the morning. Had to call her mom. She had to come and pick her up. It was horrid. Wow. It was like, uh and Then Aaron, so she's at the window crying for her mom and Aaron wakes Aaron's sleeping downstairs and Aaron wakes up and she's just at the window crying and he kind of like just rolls over and lets her cry at the window instead of doing anything. Just, you know, she was at the window crying for her mom. I just... Didn't know what to do, so I rolled over and went back to bed. Well, no, he got up and told her to go back to bed. Oh, he told me. Yeah, so she's sitting there crying, and he walks over. Go back to bed. <laughs> He's such a dude. He is such a guy. No idea what's going on. Go back to bed. What are you? What's wrong with you? He might as well just said, "What's wrong with you?" He could have made it worse. What's wrong with you? Why do you cry? She's a girl, and she's five. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you jeez well we all know the answer never mind never mind yeah no no he's totally my kid mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he just is so yesterday you'll get a little bit of backstory because there's been an inside joke that you've been not allowed to be in darn we were sitting at the table and now we're all just kind of minding our business and Shane points up at the little chandelier in the kitchen, and he goes, look, there's Kevin. We're like, what? And he's like, there's Kevin, and he keeps pointing, and we're like, that's weird. And Then he looks at Danielle, and he says, Kevin can swim underwater. Kevin can be underwater. I'm like, what? And he's like, he can go through walls. He can break walls. He can break the ceiling. And then, like, he tilts his head and looks at me, and he's like, he's going to get us. <laughs> and we're like, what the heck? And he's like, he's going to get us. He's right there. He points back at the lamp, and we're like, what the heck? And we're asking him, so what's he doing? Well, he's like, he's right there, but he can be anywhere in the house at any time. <laughs> Oh god! And we're like me and like him and Danielle are just like, when did you get a hold of South Park? <laughs> when did you get a hold of South Park? And it's just like Kevin is going to get us. <laughs> we're like, what on earth is going on? And then, anyways, we we keep trying to ask him questions about it. And then finally, Danielle asks, "So, what does Kevin look like?" And he put his hands around his throat and went, <laughs> and then just walked away. And didn't talk about it the rest of the day. Wow. Was, was Kevin heaven? I don't know. <laughs> Freaky ass stuff. <laughs> Your kid went straight. What's a... Like, kill, uh, shining. Not, shining or The Ring. The or ring yeah, what are those just weird movies? And we were all freaked out. And then, of course, the kids decided they want to watch uh, like My Little Pony. Uh, and then they put on like the freakiest episode, like their Halloween special. <laughs> And even though it was like a little kid's show, all of us were kind of like shivering. We're like, eh. no, not after that. <laughs> like, not after that. This is not what I need in my life. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, but yeah, that was about the creepiest thing I've ever heard my kids say. But yeah, that was my story. Nice. Freaky kids scaring the crap out of old like adults, you know. Yeah. Apparently, we're being haunted by someone named Kevin. We figured out finally that he got the name Kevin from watching Minions the other day. Oh, and Kevin. So, Kevin. Kevin. And anyways, but then Kevin, Kevin. He had a nightmare about Kevin yesterday night. And that's what it brewed into is he named the monster Kevin. Oh, jeez. But it's a freaky thing. And he keeps talking. Like, he'll like, like randomly just mention Kevin somewhere. Like, where's like Kevin? He's, he got he's a- in Katie's room. <sighs> where's Kevin? He's probably everywhere. It's just like, the heck? <laughs> I don't need this in my life. And you weren't there. It's freaky now, but you weren't there having a toddler who could barely talk explaining this. Like that Kevin's just there. He's there. He's in everything. Jeez. Ah, no, yeah, it's just creepy. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I could ever deal with that. But yeah, that's story time. 
Hold up, my phone died. Man, this is the reason. MCM monkey sitting in the tree. K I L L I N G. I spelled it right, right. Killing spree. Dip, potato chip. Dip, dip, potato chip. Don't bother. This was a one way flight, mate. Alright, so, quick highlight. It was a terrible week for video gaming. I know there's no news. Well, it's a good week for video games. There's plenty of great games to be going oh, yeah, out and yeah, playing. Like, but it's a terrible week for gaming news yeah, and just releases and information. It's just kind of like, meh. Next month, EA is going to start releasing a lot of stuff. Well, Next games, month. Games for Honor. Oh, yeah, for, baby. For, there's a February. Or is it February or March is really big? So February is like the end of February and the beginning of March because Valentine's is for Arnold, which I got a closed beta invite. Sweet. Nice. Um, Too bad you don't have time to play. Now. <laughs> you want to send that baby my way? I'll send it to your yes. way. I don't have time to play either. Well, I've got the only time I have to play is like this weekend because I'm waking up stupid early tomorrow. Yeah. So that like all my gaming gets in like. Okay, all my gaming generally gets into the weekends when I'm trying to stay with my schedule, waking up at two or three in the morning. So I'll just wake up, play like seven hours of video games, and then like, yeah, my life. My my schedule is I get like two hours a night, and maybe a third, maybe if more likely, it's like one week, one night a week, maybe about one night a week. I get about an hour in or so here and there, and then the weekend I get like two or three hours somewhere in there too. My yeah. gaming time is drastically cut. <laughs> you know, kids' birthday parties, fixing the house. Oh, that's test today, too. Huh? Yeah. <sighs> yes, it's today. Hopefully, it goes good. Hopefully, it's not ruined. Family's invited. Oh, um, okay. What <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but did last night? Yeah. Well, he did that yesterday, and I ripped into him here recently, too, and... I didn't rip into him. I ripped into him. No, I didn't. All right, let's not. Let's yeah, we not. can move on from that. So, we, division updates. It's a family podcast, but let's not bring in that much so, family. So, on the topic day. of division. <laughs> 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 so, um, have you guys played any of the new content like, no. the last, like, six months no. at all? Oh, my gosh. So, like, they have added, like, they've done a little bit of rebalancing. Um, everyone kind of got really overpowered for a while there, and it wasn't really fun. And so uh, what they did is they added survival. Um, it's another game mode. We need to do survival. Like, have you guys, you guys done Underground? So Underground yeah. was the last time you played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so survival was added. And it's a really interesting uh, mechanic in the game. So what it does is it pretty much resets the game. You are going, you're responding to like a major hazmat threat. And your plane crashes. Like, I think that's the theme of the game. Like, every helicopter... Sorry. Your helicopter crashes. Yeah, your helicopter, helicopter... No, your, your helicopter got shot with the RPG. Yeah, you And got, the you other portion's face got tailed to pieces. Yeah, well, I mean, every single helicopter Sulin that you get into mm-hmm. crashes in the game. Like, that's, like, the whole theme of the game is your helicopter crashing. Or you bring down helicopters. Or, or you bring down helicopters. Like, it's just ridiculous. Or you steal things from helicopters. Or put things on helicopters. It's a helicopter game. Anyway, so you're you're responding to this uh, possibility of being able to find the guy who made the drug. I think that's what it is. I can't remember what the story behind it was. But anyways, you, your uh, helicopter goes down, and your gear is destroyed. So you legitimately have a pistol and a hazmat suit in the middle of a blizzard. And you have to go around with 32 other agents running around and collect gear in a PvP environment. Wow. What? So you're going through and you're building guns and armor and grabbing stuff and fighting NPCs and working together as a team. You have to find fire to get warm. If you get too cold for too long, you die of hypothermia. Um, you have to eat food. You have to drink water. You have to... You are made in, it a survival game. You're put a survival game inside of the game. You oh, got nice. an infection. Two, uh-huh. and the infection's going to kill you, and so you have to find medicine to postpone that until you can get evacuated. And the whole goal is to get into the dark zone. It's a hazmat recovery. They get into the dark zone and recover the drug, uh, like base, like 
structure. And so, so everybody in the game is trying to... All 32 players are trying to get to this drug first. And then they're killing each other, dying to NPCs, dying of hypothermia, dying of clothing issues, dying of who the heck knows what. They're dying of the disease because they haven't been able to find enough medicine to postpone the infection. And they're just like... and. And you're all convening in the dark zone. And oh. then, then you get what you need, the virus sample, and you have to extract. And when you go to extract, there's a special elite group of LMB who've gotten a hold of so much gear, they're just like impossible to kill. They're called hunters. And you have to fight off these impossible to kill NPCs while you're trying to evacuate. You have a two oh. minute wait for a helicopter oh. and you're fighting these huge huge npcs that are basically impossible to kill because you don't have your gear you just got random crap you've been able to throw together and call it good and so what makes it really interesting is <laughs> well, way to oh! go anyways party horrible. foul um anyways Pod so it's a podcast foul pod, pod foul potty foul potty anyways so you were uh you are getting caches so instead of getting like actual gear you're getting caches and so you have to, you can extract the caches once the helicopter arrives, and that's how you get your gear. And you get, like, solid gear. And then you get a rating at the end of it, and you're rewarded with caches. So even if you get killed by the hunter, and you can't extract, you still get a rating, and that gives so, you a So reward. all your time is still worth it. Kind of. We spent 45 minutes getting to extract. 45 minutes. And we only got like a gun and a little bit of Phoenix credits. Well, I mean, it gives I mean you, they give you, you, if you don't get extracted, oh, yeah, 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 you're yeah, yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. Nothing. So it's not like Dark Zone where, like, if you get killed, you're just out of luck. Yeah. But anyways, on a much more lighter note. Oh, that's Aaron's belt. A little early for that, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> Is that, so Aaron's belt's a b bottle opener? Yes. <laughs> so he is. So we can't buy him kids clothes anymore. Yeah. So that's a men's belt. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it came, like, a Kim. Kim blew it for you, by the way. She walked I in there. She and she's like, I can't believe his belt is a bottle opener. And I'm like, w w why is that a big deal? She's like, I bought my 11-year-old a bottle opener beer. <laughs> I was like, they make sodas and take bottle openers. And she's like, that's not the point, Brett. A lot of <laughs> food that you can go camping needs bottle openers. I know. Yeah, like, there's a lot of things. But it's so funny. I'm sitting there you're just on, on the toilet. And I look down. Are you going to drink that? <gasps> you want some? Yeah. <laughs> I've already opened it, so you want some too? Like I said, you don't have to drive for like two hours. Three. Then yeah, take a four, sip. Four, five. I don't Come care. on, join the 9 a.m. drunkards. <laughs> like, it's not bad. It's, it's a good beer too. He good, opened it. Yeah, yeah. We have to drink it now. Yeah. My dad's coming over. We got to prepare. <laughs> Preemptively drink. Anyway, so <laughs> Division is coming out with some uh, new content as well. So they just announced that 1.6 is dropping as the last stand. Um, my guess is uh, this is the last content. So when they originally released the game, they said there was going to be three DLCs. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's funny is they backed off and said they're only going to do two. Okay. Um, and so this was the last one. This was the last DLC we had. Uh, the survival was it. They said they were going to be done after survival. Really? But uh, so are they release, going to give people money back for that? No, 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 no. They're, they decided to go ahead and release uh, the last stand. Yeah, okay. um, so it is it is happening so um from what i understand is back if we're going back to when the game was originally announced and they had this video and they were talking about the different uh pvp aspects of it the last stand should be t uh, two parties two squads doing an incursion at once so you're both going in to finish the incursion and whichever team finishes first gets the loot so you're playing together, but... Can I shoot the other team in the back before they get to the loot? I think that's a possibility, yes. That was originally a goal. So what it was going to be is you were going to be able to do incursions, and then everyone got loot, and then it became an all-out free-for-all brawl. So whoever was the last man standing got all the loot. Do you know my light machine gun shreds through people? <laughs> yeah, so like it, it was. I don't know if they're going to do that anymore, because they though. got rid of it originally because yeah, that was supposed to drop with Falcon Lost. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we tried it and it didn't, it didn't happen. So I tried killing Buddha. <laughs> don't, don't tell him. <laughs> yeah. I probably, we probably need to go back and play that game a little bit. Oh man. No, I've been, I've been dying to play some division. I just got a text from my brother saying my dad and him got battlefield one. So I might end up doing that later. Ooh, but, uh, I might join you. Yeah. Well, it's five man with the three of us. So yeah, 
So, but it's kind of nice that you know they're actually giving new content. They're doing a whole rebalance. So right now it's kind of like in an HP meta. The original game was a DPS meta where you just wanted damage on your weapon and then you were, you were good. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of rolled into a yeah, you want damage, but you should really be focusing on your armor mitigation and your health. And so everyone had really high armor and low skill power. Now they're trying to do a rebalance again, Mm -hmm. and they're going to make it so that skill power is much more rewarding than it used to be. Yeah, because skill power used to be pointless. It is still pointless. I mean... What I did with skill power was uh, flashbang and heals. Yes, that's it. And heals would heal you even if I had low thing. And flashbang was... A flashbang. Yeah, so it was gonna. Its purpose wasn't to do damage. Its purpose was to debilitate your target, yeah. so my gun could pick them off. Right. So they also are introducing a one-second timer with rolling. So you know, in PvP, you'd get into a, a battle, and then people be like, whoosh, 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 everywhere. So now there's a one-second cooldown on rolls. So when somebody rolls and is trying to get away by rolling, because it is faster than running, yeah. you can just they, they pop up, you just put a few bullets in them, they roll again, they pop up, you put a few bullets in them, and then eventually they die. So they can't just roll away, um, which is huge, because that was a huge mechanical flaw. Um, oh, yeah, and they're getting the, rid of that. The, the acrobatic just guy just... Bruh, 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 bruh. And then you get shot twice and die. Yeah, and they, they shoot you once in the face and you're dead. Um, they're also going to do a rebalance on the damage to body versus head. So to kind of help rebalance the PvP, because some people with just amazing skill are just killing it in the dark zone. And so they want to try to balance it a little bit, but without killing the people that are really skilled. So they're actually reducing the damage percentage difference between a headshot and a body shot. So that way, you know, if you're an average player and you're still hitting someone in the body, which should be doing damage to somebody, yeah, you're going to be doing damage. Even if they're hitting you in the head and everything like a whole bunch more than you, it's only got like a 25% better damage margin. So it's not like going to kill you if you're not 100% accurate. Uh, okay. They're also okay. increasing the instability of hip fire. So if you So you can't just hip fire halfway across the map and kill somebody? Yep, can't do that anymore. So uh, that's going away, and as you're moving, it becomes more inaccurate. So it's becoming more realistic in that. They got rid of active reloading, so mm-hmm. when you reload, you can't be sprinting anymore. Ah, Which is fine, because now you have to find cover, though. Yeah. Which makes way more sense. I mean, like, I got I reload. played that way anyways. I didn't even realize you could do it until he's like, yeah, they fixed that. And that's, I'm like, that's how I played. I, was because when I was I moving... I instinctually just went to cover and reloaded. When I was moving to between cover, that's when I was reloading. Yeah, you, can, you could reload that way. You could reload in between rolls. So you could reload your weapon, and then about 75% of the way through the reload, you could roll into cover, and it would still reload. So, mm-hmm. like, there was a whole mathematic equation between on how to get your reload to its maximum efficiency um and like i figured it out and so I, like i never needed to reload ever because i figured out like if oh if i do this i'll still be reloading my, my favorite one was the, the one in between covers and reloading yeah, because so that sprinting. was because you just you just hit you just hold a to to the cover and just hit x and well you reloaded and when you got the cover so you can start firing immediately when you got there and there's an ability that if you run in between cover you gain two percent of your hp back and for every meter you run so i, I use that for a while so if you run you know 20 meters 40 percent of your health back and you reloaded so like, it's yeah. just like do the math here so they're getting rid of that which is huge because now you're not going to have people rolling around sprinting and everything else like that they're getting rid of named guns being uh, like high end, they're now going to have their own category. Oh, so okay. They're introducing an exotic category for guns and armor. Yeah. So now there's uh, going to be like there's named equipment already, like uh, uh, Barrett's bulletproof vest. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, get closer. Oh, jeez. See, I just need to have my gain up. I think. Anyways, so. Uh, different armors that are like named and things like that now become exotic gear have a different color and a different system and then guns are now going to have exotic guns as well the named ones like the Tanabre uh, the Historian they all are going to have unique abilities that Mm -hmm. are specific to them not the weapon so like even though the Historian's an M1A the Historian like is going to have a special ability specific to it from M1As Um, like some really cool ones like if you I think it's the Tenabre. If you get a headshot with the Tenabre, and a headshot kill, all of your basic skill cooldowns reset, and so does your team's. So That could be 
really oh, big. It'd be brutal. So like you'd have one guy, like everyone else kind of like picking people off and the one guy just kind of picking off almost dead enemies with the Tanabre and you'd have your skills up all the time. It just like it's so what they're doing is they're moving away from their current looter shooter aspect. They're going to make it more looter shooter esque because they're adding a whole new tier you have to farm for. But they're going to be moving more back towards that tactical shooter that they were originally going for. So and they're also opening up three more dark zone levels areas. Yeah. Yes. So it's going to be harder. And it's going to be more team-based. So they're, they're, I don't think they're increasing. I didn't read this, but it doesn't look like they're increasing the amount of players in the Dark Zone. So there's going to be more Dark Zone with the same amount of players. So you're not going to be just picked off by players that are going to PvP moving forward as often. Mm. So you'll still have those guys that are out there to farm people, but it's not going to be as bad as it has been. Okay. So uh, I've always thought there should be a bigger penalty for that. Uh, it's really bad when you actually have stuff. So, like, you can end up collecting so much, like, currency and dark zone keys that when you actually die, you lose a higher percentage. So, it's a percentage-based loss, not a loss that's general across the board. So, like, let's say you go rogue, you kill eight groups of guys. Yeah. Which is, or eight guys, not eight groups of guys. You'd have to be a god. You kill eight guys and you pick up their loot. And every death for somebody that has not gone rogue de- is one dark zone key. So by the time you've killed eight guys, you have gained keys from killing people and you've picked <laughs> up their keys. So you've accumulated 16 dark zone keys. Okay. You die. So you have 16 dark zone keys and you have a 35% loss on those dark zone keys or higher. So you lose six keys for dying. Okay. And a percent and 35% of your dark zone funds. So if you have 300,000 dark zone funds, you lose 100,000 dark zone funds. Okay. Like it's very terrible when you actually go like really really rogue. Like you guys haven't had an opportunity to go stupid rogue. No, usually yeah, the no. only time I went rogue was someone was trying to hack down my uh thing and i popped a bullet in the back of his head yeah here's like haha pop I, I hate that too i think the moment they commit to cutting your rope they should, should go, go rogue. rogue so that yeah. that moment you're i'm defending my stuff because the moment they cut the rope you lose your stuff. stuff yeah i think it's halfway through the actual commitment that way that if they're actually hitting the wrong button and not actually putting their should stuff make it on about 25 percent because yeah because you need to have enough time to mow the douchebag down but i think the the actual hit from you shooting them cancels the action so yeah it, it does yeah so you have to wait until they're halfway through get marked for rogue and then pop them but it's like a two second thing so you have one second to react yeah, without yeah. going rogue but i feel the moment that they start committing to that i, I feel like i feel like it should be like a button press like oh i accidentally holded it instead of how often x. do you accidentally hold the wrong button when x is the button to do everything positive i think yeah i, I agree with tim as soon as you start the thing is you're referencing the, the part same. of newbie versus not yeah in the newbie levels maybe once you get to a point where you're doing just gear scores mm-hmm. it's as soon as you commit so yeah gear okay. scores isn't a thing so when you're at the level that i'm playing at now i'm at the max gear score i'm still one of the worst players on the game gear wise so you're looking for gear synergy so you, I have maxed out. But gear. once, so so once he goes from gear level to gear score, that's when it goes to the, the so difference. You know how like you when you're leveling up, you could be in the dark zone and your levels one through seven or something was a dark zone level. So you're talking tiers. The tiers, yeah, yeah. So as you're, so if you're in the dark zone as a level seventeen, you're supposedly new, not playing the game, right? That's where you give them the funny fact. Level seventeen is the top of a bracket, and it's the most played PvP bracket. People will seriously stay at level 17 to play PvP in the Dark Zone. Just create a character and put him at level set, work him to level 17 and just put him, probably because it's the, the least annoying level yeah, so to they play build, PvP. Yeah, they build optimal gear sets at level 17 and they play at level 17 the whole time. It's funny, I just had to mention the fact that you pick level 17. But level still, but, but, but my point is though, is once you get to the point where you're grinding for gear sets. Past level and- 10. Let's yeah. say level 10. If you've been in the dark zone and you're level 10, you know, or you're dark zone level 5. Past dark zone level 5. That's a perfect number. So dark zone level 5. Once you make past dark zone level 5, you no longer get the grace. Yeah. It's just that mechanic's no longer off. As soon as you start hitting hitting hold next to go onto the thing, it's 
you go immediately rogue and someone can mow you you can be mowed down freely because i that's really where i you know because after you've basically you've got the concepts you know what's going on your training in the dark zone is over padawan (laughs) enjoy your time yeah your training is done you have superseded your master what i really hate is the people that like in the dark zone is that you kill all the environment peoples and then they snipe you in the back of the head yes oh my gosh and like the overpowered likeness of that like you can get gear that makes like headshots do more damage crits do more damage everything else like that and so people that have bet spent so much time getting their gear to that level you come in and you're like i want to play in the dark zone but my gear score is that high and i'm in that tier bracket with them and then you can't do anything because you're not capable and they've already got that gear and, and that's you why and you want your tier and you want your gear set that high so you can get better gear set, but you don't want to be that high because, yeah, it's like, it gets annoying. It does. And so, it's like a catch-22. So what's nice about this PvP rebounds, it, it's yours, by the last bit. Uh, we, uh, they're, they're going in and they're going to go ahead and rebalance that so people that are coming in have a better ability to catch up and and that's that's really key because their game is so imbalanced and impartial right now they don't want to keep raising the gear score because 256 is pretty high because when you get to level uh 30 you're not even at 100 gear score so you've already climbed up 160 gear score from there yeah i mean when you when I got to 30, I was at gear score maybe One, I think you're 97 or something like that. No, he had not a lot even of purples. I had a lot of purples. I was like gear set. I was 55. I had a couple of blues and uh, then green. Oh, agree. Okay, so yeah, you were still kind of like I. I oh, I guess when when because you when they introduced gear score, you guys weren't level 30 yet. No, right? no. because I remember because I played a lot of the game. I still love the game. It's like I said, it was my favorite game last year that came out. Um, but like by the time they came out with gear scores, I already had full on high end sets because I had played so many challenge missions and got all the high end gear. So talking about sets, so Halo Two has a deck builder, like Halo oh, War Two yeah, that has was a deck a build. Really weird. Well, it was, a, it was an attempt, and it was actually not. It was not bad. Terrible. Like, I wasn't quite like, know that was if we're done with driving the... by on a Segway and then ran into like somebody, <laughs> like epic Segway crashes and dies. <laughs> like yeah. it was. At least like it was seven. better. At least it was better than most of our segues. Well, we're done talking about that. Let's, Let's move, move on. on. Yeah. And I think my favorite one will be the. Speaking of division, <laughs> family. <Yeah. laughs> Let's talk about division. Pretty good. I will take that one. But anyway, so yeah, Blitz, Halo Wars Two Blitz. Man, I'm really gonna be talking a lot in this podcast. Well, yeah, you're the only one who's had. Who's, I mean, I the only two news things we had were from things you've played so far. I guess that's true. Because well, me and Dave only played Titanfall, Battlefield, and Rocket League in the last. Three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, four, five four, weeks, weeks, something like that. Yeah. That's, all, that's the only games we played. And then I haven't baited anything. I haven't done it. I just and the news is he just exists. He just exists. And the news is division got dropped an update. Battlefield is supposed to drop an update here soon, but oh, they haven't they announced. It. They actually haven't dropped the uh, DLC update though. They dropped oh, an update. Dropping that one, yeah. They dropped an update on December twentieth with all the improvements, which we are just now starting to play. Um, there's just no news this week, so I mean, I guess we're on you, to this one. You and you and uh, I mean, you and Aaron played Halo Blitz, so you got an idea about what that beta and how that works. And uh, I mean, you got cards in it. I understand, which kind of yeah. made me nervous because it's a it's a top down, um, real time strategy, real time strategy, yeah, RTS. Um, and I was like, how does that work with cards? That's kind of weird. weird. <laughs> so it's the, it is the funniest thing. So I'm going to describe me and Aaron's moments. So our, our first initial encounter with the game. So we. Super excited. Aaron's played uh, Halo Wars before. I've played real-time strategies since before David was born. Um, so, like... He's, like, three years younger. <laughs> Not even three years younger today. I've been, I've been playing uh, Gear, or Age of Empires 2 since, like, 1998. So Man, that's three years after I was born. Two years. Was three. It was 19 years ago. More than that. He's 2017. You, you said 20, 1998. I'm, that's he, three he was, years after I was born. He was born in 95. So oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, whatever it is. Anyway, I've been playing. I've been matter. playing it since that game came out. So I've played a ton of real time strategy. So I'm like, I'm experienced at this stuff. I can do this. Aaron, 
I know how to play these games. I've played them before. So we go in guns blazing. And they get mowed down. We're the best people on the face of the planet. We roll right in, and it's like domination in a set. And we're like, we can do this. We go right into the base, and they kill us within five seconds. And we don't know how to build troops. (laughs) And we sit there for three minutes without troops, not knowing what on earth to do. (laughs) And we lose. Zero to 200. (laughs) Just get destroyed. And so while him and I are like dying, Aaron's just all mad and trying to figure out how to make troops. And I'm trying to look at the map and kind of grasp what's going on. So there's little purple collections on the map, and they're the most vital parts of the game. So the objective of the game is to control domination like points and uh, they have different setups so a is kind of in its own like level territory any direction you come from is going to be flat Mm. Um, b is in a valley and it's uh, like an untargetable valley so if anyone's up on the hills they can't attack you in b charlie is in a little like ravine Mm. but there's enough up terrain that people can get up on the terrain and snipe down into it and so each one has a different defense strategy that you need to have okay and so when you're playing the game the decks are your units so when you start the game you have i believe 10 cards 10 cards i think you have 10 cards and those are your units so the resources you gain are energy and those are those purple collection points on the map so you go to the collection points you pick it up and that gives you better energy regeneration. So the more of these you capture, the more right. often you can summon troops. Okay. So now you've been collecting that energy, and you can drop these troops, and you're given four cards. So at a time, your hand has four cards in it, and that has your four different kinds of troops that you can summon at any point in time. The way to summon troops is you have to have vision on a point. So like, let's say Aaron, um, whenever we played, he would always go to B, and I'd always go to Charlie. If Aaron was getting hit on B... I could summon my troops there because I had vision because his troops were there. Likewise, if I'm getting nailed at C, he can summon troops there because he has a vision on C, C because I'm, I'm there. there. You're there, okay. So while we're trying to defend the points, we also have to collect these energy pods because if we don't get them, the enemy can build more troops than we can. Yeah. So during the game, you're drawing four cards at a time, and you can place those cards out by spending your energy points on their cost. Mm-hmm. And so... If you don't want a troop, or like let's say there's a special power-up, like one I had was called teleport. You could teleport one group of troops to another area as long as you had vision on both areas, which I felt was pointless. Because you could just drop troops on that point. you could point. just drop troops on that point. So I, I ended up removing it from my deck, but um, you don't want that, so like I want a tank. So you can cycle that. It costs you five energy to cycle a card and get rid of it, and then you draw another card and hope for a better troop, and then you can go through and then hopefully get the troop that you need. Um, but again, if you don't have energy regen you're just wasting your resources doing that. So you really got to be key on that. And it's really interesting because then you get this whole, like it, we found out that we're, you do better if you capture points early and start defending them. So if you attack, you got to have a really big force to attack. And so while him and I go our separate ways immediately, we're able to defend each other with the vision game. Mm -hmm. And we really don't spend our resources until we have, like, we'll build enough troops to be able to attack air units, ground units, and vehicles, and so we're powerful enough to, like, fend off a small attack, but then save our resources for bigger attacks so we can help the other person. It's a really boring strategy, but we win every game we play. That's very effective. It's very effective. I wonder if that transport thing is they're giving the, they're giving the vision thing where you can just drop it, but they put that in there because they're like, you know what? We don't want, Unless you unless you individually have vision on it, you can't drop it. So like let's say Aaron's at B and you're at C, you that teleport comes in handy because now that's the only way you can send him troops. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean now, that, there's a definite reason for it. Yeah, no, and and like I wonder if when they bring out the real game, they're trying this in the beta to see how it works and see if it can keep balance. But that kind of ruins the point of two two good players. Now, if you had, in in your and Aaron cases, probably it works out better for you because him as a weaker player, you can help him more 
Oh, are you kidding? He saved my butt so many times. Oh, is he better than you? No. He's so we have. He's, I, good at video games. he's good. He's good at video games. But we we made sure to pick two different races because there's two races. Mm-hmm. So my group was specifically good against certain kinds of units, and his were specifically good against other kinds of units. So we like it was like it only took us three games, and all of a sudden we figured out like the perfect balance between using both of our troops. And so like if I was getting attacked by a certain kind of unit. Mm-hmm. And he had a unit that could beat it. He would just call it in and drop it on mine, and then vice versa. Like he figured it out too. Like I didn't have to explain half the game to him. Like I, I figured out like okay, this is the best strategy. Let's do this. And then after that, him and I just kind of like went our separate ways and became yeah. like extremely good. But no, he. No, I know he's getting he's getting good at video games <laughs> and being able to figure it out pretty fast nowadays. Yeah, he's. It's he's, actually getting kind of annoying because, <laughs> like last last night was uh was uh he was actually do- like i think part of the reason we did so well on the first half is because he was following instructions like hey we're going here we're doing this and he would do it he gave up on that he gave up on that in the second half of the game yeah and it, it, when he gets bored he starts doing his own thing <laughs> yeah but man when he's it was nice it was when he was running that support class like we just inched forward like we never stopped. We never rolled back. We just moved forward. You guys were both running medics, so we were never down. Mm-hmm. Um, I was running assault, so like I, we were just mowing people down between your guys' semi autos, my fully auto, and his just like rake, like killing strategy. Like we were a, a force to be reckoned with. And then he threw off the balance by grabbing something different. And did I, he not go assault? Did he not go? No, assault? he went assault. He after went assault all. for some reason because we were trying to take the tank out. No, we no, no. Was, that was way before that. Oh, that no, was. Yeah, uh, I, blew up. I mean, there was the, there was yeah. a tank situation where several of us went assault because that guy was a good. Oh, the behemoth. You're talking behemoth. about the behemoth. Behemoth. Yeah, yeah. No, that time I think all of us ran or ran assault, which is kind of funny because if he ran support, he could have dropped an ammo bag on me, and I could have just kept hitting it with anti tank rockets. All of us could. If we could have just been sitting in a cluster with a, a ammo bag and hitting it with rockets nonstop. But he decided to go to, I think he was running something else at that point. I can't, I don't remember what he, class he picked. He may have picked assault, but like there was a way we could have taken it down way, like, way, way faster. If, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like, it's one of those little things that, um, a couple of me and my buddies figured out, but, uh, you do that, but he, he just kind of chose his strategy different. So we went in, this is what I'm going to play. This is what I'm going to play. And he's like, this is what I'm going to play. And then we built our team off that structure and kept with that strategy. And then we kept that same identical strategy, <laughs> But with completely random classes, come the second one, and we got completely wiped out on uh, push two. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Um. Oh, that's last. So, are we? We're not back to Halo Wars yet, are we? No, I think so. Are we done uh, with Halo, Halo Wars? Wars yeah, I'm, I'm, Halo Wars two. What we got was not multiplayer. We got was Blitz. It's their mini game. Yeah. So it's their arcade style RTS thing, and I'll have to say, for an arcade game built into a game. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, it's probably the shorter version of their yeah. longer game. It's uh, no longer than 12 minutes around. Um, well, that's nice. A good round only lasts about five minutes. Um, if me and, Be- or me, and uh, me and Aaron can pull it off right and not deal with too many attacks on our bases because we scared people off enough, we, uh, we generally can win in less than five. Okay. And seven minutes is a long game. So, like, if you just got, like, a few minutes and you want to play with it, um, the loading of the game actually takes longer than the actual gameplay. Uh, they might fix that with, with the, the initial load it's an initial load so everyone's oh. kind of moving away from like really long loading screens by having a stupid long load like oh, in battlefield the very, in the very very beginning which makes sense because well you need well you the, need they're, they're starting to they're starting to do that because ram is starting to be more of the higher ram you machines. can do what you need to do yeah so i mean like like how division has one load screen um i don't know if you guys noticed but the uh fluid like push transitions last night with a uh, battlefield they had a really long loading screen for the actual map uh and then every time like when we lost we went right into the next push hmm. like there was no load transition there was anything it just went into it yep. it rebuilt the structures and everything without any load seamless load hmm. um and so we're going to be seeing a lot more long loading screens at the beginning of the game but with a more seamless style transitions yeah. between areas but yeah that's pretty much it with Halo seamless Wars, transitions portal so portals uh co cradle <laughs> that would sucked uh, uh portals <laughs> pro kim swift joins Did you EA. say procreator no he just said procreator portal co 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 creator kim swift joins ea um movement EA's studio movie motive motive motive, motive studio 
Well, it's pretty much that he's going to join Star Wars, the building of Star Wars games, pretty much. Okay. Pull up, so, the, pull up yeah. the article, just because I don't trust anything Dave says. <gasps> of course you guys don't. I'll or writes. No, 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 Even though I just use copy and paste all the time. I need to fix my phone. Looks like he's going to be being put onto the Battlefront Square. The uh, Battlefront uh, project, the next Battlefront project, which is a which, Star Wars, which is be which is anticipated to come out this fall mm-hmm. for Battlefront Two, which I'm kind of interestedly excited. It looks like uh, all the DLC for Battlefronts coming to EA Access this year too. Yeah, that that makes which sense. Is pretty awesome. Battlefront, Battlefronts DLC, I think oh. got released to EA Access this year. I know the game just got released to EA Access now too. Uh so. I mean, if you have EA access, when thirty bucks a year, you have you could plink around on Battlefront now. Um, uh, still so torn on that game. Uh, I, I want to play the DLC because I want to just do space battles and yeah, things like that. I think like if, if I go ahead and get the EA access, then it would be more worth it. But I'm not going to pay for the season pass on it. Thirty bucks a year, I get you. I mean, you have access to Battlefield Four, all its DLC. Yeah, I really want to play Garden Warfare Two. That's uh, I think that's on the EA Access game too. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one that one's a fun one, and I like it because Daniel and I can I think it's split screen. I don't think it's online, but you can do with some other split screen stuff. Well, it has a horde mode. Yes. Speaking of things you can buy, so Humble Bundle this the, this year or week is pretty lame. It's the uh, overwhelmingly positive bundle, which is so stupid. It's the winter sale. Um, I there's nothing like it's a bunch of eight bit games. It looks like a uh, some other podunk games and stuff like that so nothing great in humble bundle this week uh games for gold is killer instincts is now available along with raymond uh originals which is pretty cool he's a pretty cool game oh rayman origins origins originals origins and killer instinct which comes with all the dlc and everything else so just remember that when you download it, it's about 40 gigs worth of junk on three Xboxes. Thank you, Comcast, for regulating my internet. <laughs> All right, uh, deals with gold. David, you're going to laugh here real quick. The Forza Horizon car pass. <laughs> 40% off. Yeah, uh-huh. just pick it up. I just bought that. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I just picked it up at the full price, so I was like a little annoyed. Dang. Uh, Walking Dead Season 1 and 2 is 67% off. Uh, the Hasbro Family Bundle, the RBI Baseball Game, which is pretty lame for the Xbox One, which is the only baseball game for the Xbox One. Uh, some other Forzen deal. Uh, nothing really so good. So nothing's jumping out and saying, buy me now, other than the car season pass thing. Car pass. Yeah, I don't know what Rocksmith Remastered is. Oh, Rocksmith is that one game where you can plug in an actual guitar into your console and learn how to play guitar. Yeah. Off oh. the, it's actually a really cool program. That's actually pretty cool, then. That's 60% off. Yeah. So I guess if you want to teach yourself guitar and you had a guitar, you could do that. Yeah, or don't have a guitar. I mean, like they're, they're pretty cheap to pick up now. So. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Future, which I didn't realize was a game. Yeah, it was like it, it came out during the like the major anniversary they had. Yeah. How, how long do you guys think before Steep starts becoming on sale? Um, so I... Three months. Is Steep's out now? Steep's been out for a month now. No. Nope. Came out in December. Did it? Yeah. Oh. Was it that long ago I played the beta? Oh, yeah, yeah it was yeah. before peak. That's yeah. why I don't remember. <laughs> like, that part of my life is gone. Meh. It's not gone. No, I mean, like, it's... I, I don't remember it, because it was, I was at work or asleep. Yeah, it was just one of the two. For, like, 26 days straight, just work or asleep. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, that's deals with gold. Nothing really. The Xbox 360 stuff. There's nothing great. Nothing great on that one. Um, so update the show now. Oh, I can do that. Uh, update on the uh, Razer story from last week about the three screen laptop. Uh, it is just shown up on the black market on a website in uh, China as uh, being sold for about twenty two thousand uh, dollars. Whatever that conversion is for that. Um. So uh, probably Christian there's, there's, uh, uh, Buddhism. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, and then um, so they're trying to track down where that is. They're trying to work with the Chinese government to go track down who those people were, who posted it, all that other stuff. Uh, of course, then China's like, we don't care. It's not against our laws to go do 
uh, insider trading and all that stuff. So it's not against our laws in this country for them to sell that and reverse engineer it. China, Japan, and no, Korea has anti antitrust because they, they do so much business with America. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of weird. It's like we're like, like uh, not really. How much, I think the exact response was, how much are you going to pay us? <laughs> <laughs> how much are you going to pay us? Huh? And Razor is a pretty big company, but it's not. It's not like such a major company. In the gaming industry, like the professional gaming industry, they're huge. But they'll you know, buy up that not- two th- the twenty-two thousand. So that's probably what they'll do. Because that was about their twenty-five thousand dollars was the uh, reward if you had any information from Razor to get their their thing back. So they'll probably just broker their own uh, deal, just buy it and buy it back. Card. That's probably what they'll do. They probably will do that They're just because it's the safest option. Um, but I mean, they're also pursuing the. They want to pursue criminal actions again. They'll probably buy them and hope to set them up and work with the government to set them up. But um. Or I don't think they have enough pull to try to put a petition to extradite the guys who are selling it back to America for conviction for criminal activity. Uh, yeah, there's no possibility. There is a possibility that the individuals that are selling it now are not the same people that stole it. Yeah. I, so I mean, like, there's so much behind it. It could just be like a front. Like, yeah. It could be three. You could four hands down. But obviously, yeah. I, I, as soon as I told it was someone says it's been stolen. How when did it get stolen? It's yesterday. It's like they're on a plane back to America. They're on a plane back to some other country right now. There's no way they're staying in that country. There's yeah. no way they're staying in America. It'd be over. Uh, I thought. I really actually kind of almost think like Razor screwed this up. You're in a showroom store. You're in a. Sh- you're on. You're in a studio. What the heck, man? Like you're in a press area. Things like this. Like there's cable locks. There's a whole bunch. At the very, very least, there's. You should have had security guards. You know. Posted at the gate or something. Posted at the gate. Hey, hey, show me what you got. Nope, nope. All right, you know, hey, or something, you know. Yeah, they just did it badly. They that could have just... put big old bleepers on them that would have pulled, like, there's 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 ways to protect your, your product that are... Cheap. 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 It's a $7,000 laptop. Well, <laughs> put a padlock on it. And in reality, to them, that's probably, in, in true numbers, that's a... Oh, yeah. Probably a nine... To ten million dollar project, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, not million. That think no, that all the they're not a multi. They're not a multi billion dollar company. company. There's no so, way they spent that. Much. I'm saying that 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 right there is probably close to no, about not, three million dollars worth of work and probably fifteen to twenty million dollars worth of profit. Yeah. Mm, just that laptop alone. I think it's going to be more than that. I don't know. There's not too many people that spend seven grand on laptops. Yeah, you might. You might when you start working and things like that as a toy to yourself, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I can never spend seven grand on laptop. I can justify it. I mean, yeah. Well, I'll wait for like this to become a more commonplace, thing. yeah, commonplace thing. Like once it hits about three grand, I might be able to argue it with Danielle. But it's hard for me to like argue one th- or like like even one thousand dollars per screen I buy. Like you buy a laptop or a desktop screen. I mean, you can buy two desktops, a fancy laptop hook them all up and it only cost you like maybe two grand and yeah then, yeah but i mean obviously it's not mobile with you but i mean i saved myself five grand so <laughs> i can you can buy a nice desktop with a the proper video card and you can have a three screen set up in your oh yeah on your desk um is I, it really important for me to do it on the go no no it's not huge i mean like dave does a lot on his computer i mean obviously having three screens would probably help and be nice but is it necessary okay he's just he, not he does, i mean obviously he does like, programming well, I mean, he's like, working on his laptop too there's a huge difference between the i goof around and play on my laptop when i'm working on my laptop it's at work and i'm in a dock and i have three screens and so yeah, i just find it funny i had to work with one screen at a job that required like 28 yeah, well, and I did it <laughs> because it's not necessary to have the three. It's more efficient, but it's not no, necessary. It's, you it, can do your job with one screen. You it can. becomes a really big speed up for programmers. It becomes a speed if up. They have three but screens. Can you do the job? Oh yeah, with I can one. do the job, but I can do it almost fifty times better if I have a two yes, or three screens. But it's not necessary. That's all I'm saying. It becomes necessary if you get a gain of fifty times better in my job. Aaron, no, 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 no. It becomes necessary. Dave, 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 Dave. Calm thy tits. Okay. All I'm saying is you can do your job with one. Yes. You can do your job with one, Brett. Right? 
You yeah, can do it with I one. Do, I have to do it sometimes with one. When so you I'm, can do it with one. That's all I'm saying. What I'm saying is, when does the gain become much more important to do that? For the average human... Put that down. Being... It does not become necessary until it's in your field, sure. But you can do it with one. Why spend $2,700 per screen? Because it speeds up so much. But No, 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 but I'm saying that's when it becomes there. It's fine that it makes you more efficient. But for 95... I will even say 99.8% of the population on the planet surface. Oh, yeah, surface, it's not necessary for it's them. unnecessary. But for me, oh, yeah. It'll be nice. It would be nice. It's no, not no. necessary. Nice. It becomes necessary when you get a 50. You I get not 50%. You, it's you not get 50 times. 50%, I can agree No, with. no, it becomes fast, man. Okay, so, <laughs> I mean, when it comes to, so, I can I can put it to In a work environment or programming environment, I can say that yes, I would say the multiple screens is like I don't outside of if you can blend the schemes like screens together and find a way to uh like a driving game. There's some games I could say that'd be a lot of fun with that. Uh the three screen thing um for work is definitely way, way, way more productive. Oh yeah, and when you're so much. when like David's gonna probably get into a high end programming robotics field or something like that. And so if you're paying him seventy dollars an hour and it takes him if he can get 40% more work done in an eight-hour day, you've paid for one monitor and one day's worth of work. If you do it, if you, if you, if you do that again in another day, you've already paid for your second. So it's... Ad- I think you're doing your math wrong completely there. It's $70, $70, $70 an hour so it would be times 1, 000, eight. He'd have to work 1,000 hours. No, no, $70 an hour times eight, then take 40% off that. Take forty percent off. Yep, it's only three hundred and thirty-six bucks. That's the price of one monitor. No, it's not. Well, I mean, yes, if we're doing like monitor, monitor, but we're talking yeah, about yeah, laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not talking about desktops. I'm talking laptops. Okay, that's that's my key thing here. The, it's not necessary for most laptops to have three monitors. If you're doing work like that, you probably should just be on a desktop. No, anyways. no, I need a laptop for most of my work because I go on the shop floor. I don't go to places where there's going to be. Monitors. It's gonna be kind of funny watching him like flip, 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 flip. Hold on one second. I gotta get my 80th screen out. It makes me five times better, guys. <laughs> I need that 80th screen. The thing is, Pro- probably where he'll actually be when he's actually at, he'll have a desk at there with a three monitor set up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Like, you'll have a shop. It's going to have be a shop. cheaper at this price. It is cheaper for your company to set up 15 desktops in the building with three monitors than it is to own a $7,000 laptop you can carry around. Convenience? Yes. But the battery drainage on a three-screen laptop is going to be huge. Our battery technology is so crappy that we can't keep up with the technology we're pumping into it. So yeah, it might be nice to have that, but you're going to have to have plugins everywhere. I it so like I get what you're saying. I mean, I would personally probably give him a high-end laptop with a dock. And then when he comes to a dock, he can then drop drop he, he, wherever he's working with a three-screen. That's like the practical thing. What Dave's getting to the point, I think Dave's point he's getting so mad is what does he need three screens? Yes, he needs three screens. Yeah, when I said I, w- I thought we were talking about laptops. So that's well, kind of what I'm three screen on. laptop I, if you're referencing that, it he would probably spend the money on it for his personal convenience. Yeah. Just for him. Just just so you know, mm. you're going to have to request that cuz when you start working for companies, they don't want you working anything on your personal comp product. Yeah. Just because they own that product. And you own that laptop. Now there's a conflict of interest. Whose actual content is content is, is that? It? Yep. Um, and they don't want you putting your personal laptop on their networks because you they have to be able to put on the domain and secure yeah. it and update it, and they can't guarantee that with it's your laptop. Mm-hmm. So th- that's just that's just all the corporate world. But at some point they can. What you wish you'll be able to do is if they'd be like, well, this is something for me. You can justify it. I will put this PR for this with this doc and this whole nine things, and here's the reason why. X, Y, Z. And over six months, you take that number and you say six months, it will pay for itself. And then they might say, okay. And there, then there will be a lot of other problems that come involved. Like can we add to the domain? Will it be invo- 
eligible for our envir- environment, blah, 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 corporate garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man says no sometimes. Yeah, but but again, it's but a dock would be cheaper. A dock. Like setting up like little like if I'm gonna be occasionally working on the floor, having a place where I have two monitors where I can just drop my laptop, plug in two cords, that's gonna save the company forty seven hundred dollars well, the, the just mon- in that setup. The, the, Even the if monitors they got three and the, the monitors and dock would sit there and you would just go doop pop. Yeah. Because that's, that's what I used to do. I take I take my laptop, I put it in my dock, I push the thing. And then everything's there. I have my own. I, everything's plugged into the dock, and I just sit there at my desk. And if I need to use my laptop somewhere else, I just and move. Yeah. It's just it's just a it's just a little power thing on the side. I turn the power off. I I pull this little lever, and then I just pull the dock off. I pull yeah. the laptop off. It's so, good to go. This kind of thing, this like triple fold out laptop, I don't feel has a place in corporate settings i feel it's going to be a lot better used on like a more personal base maybe yeah for a but your work i understand it needs that many screens and i and i i'm a huge advocate i argued for i was saying it was like 12 or 14 months yep last night i was arguing 14 months with the company i worked for for a second monitor because it would improve the work i did 14 months the week like the week i quit they decided to buy that second monitor for my computer I wanted to stab somebody. And so, like, now that I did this huge argument for 14 months saying, yes, managers get it, and you want them to have good work, but I'm doing more out here. I'm doing transactions. I'm doing loans. I'm just taking care of member service every single day. I'm doing just as much as they are, some days more. I need a second monitor. It took them 14 months for me to convince them to do that. Yeah. With all the math behind having multiple monitors. I agree with that. But I feel laptops having fold-out screens is over-the-top plush living. If you've got the money to buy it, buy it. But there is no corporation out there that feels that they need to spend that much money when they can. They would be more likely to get a backpack that could carry two desktop monitors. That that you. that is not true. There'll be one. There'll be a couple companies that do it, and for one reason, they want to get Razor's business for testing or something like that. They'll walk in there with their product, their newest thing, everything else. Uh, I mean, there's there's tons of stories of executives walking into a beanie. Okay, so maybe I was being a little bit too specific with not one, but I, there's not going to be a major calling for companies oh, to do no, that. No, no. The 95% of the majority is going to just buy you two monitors for you to have in a backpack, and every time you come to a station, they would invent their own backpack that folded out into two monitors if they could to keep them, save them that much money. There is no corporation that's like, let's just drop a $7,000 laptop on an employee. For no reason. For no reason. Okay, so hold on. Let's, we're going to take a break. Let's take a second. So, All right, so that brings us to our question of the week then. Um, is a three-screened laptop at six grand worth investing into? As a personal employee, corporate, whatever your life brings into you, is that investment worth it or a desktop solution, docking solution, other other options better yeah. for so, your life? So is the, the actual question is going to be, is a three-screen laptop at six grand worth getting? With a side note of you can buy a laptop capable of connecting to two extra monitors, two brand spanking new state-of-the-art PC monitors, all for under 2500 Yeah. Well, and you can also, if you go well with under it. certain other um, brands, they come up with their docks that the video card then is pumped through the dock and have more display ports and stuff like yeah. mine. My laptop has a, a pretty medium-sized process. My work laptop. Yeah, we'll get into this next week. Yeah. But, is, yeah, but basically, is a is a three-screen laptop at six grand worth getting? Um, and I think that is it. We had no emails, no nothing. No one showed us love. <laughs> I see how it is. It's probably because we were all raging we, last week. And well, and we didn't. didn't we, 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 we've got to get better at messaging. Out and doing stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know, maybe, you know, tweeting as the uh, social media maestro. Oh, and look, he's showing us how his robot works. <laughs> yep, that's the end of that. All right, so uh, you can find us on thosenallenbrothers at gmail.com. You can email us there. You can find us on Facebook at thosenallenbrothers, uh, on Twitter at nallenba. You can find myself, Brett, at nallen... Oh, wait, wait. You can find us on Twitter as a group as Nallen Brothers. You can find myself... 
I totally screwed that all up, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> we're all just like, we're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally in this relaxed position, man. This is awesome. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NallenBA. You can find Dave at DBNallen. And you can find Tim at Rampage and Rooster. Find me on Xbox Live on Silent Killers Zero One. Black Death without Black Death Fifty Nine and without the C. Find the Timos. Doctor Chicken. Doctor Chicken. No names. No numbers. The original. I'm the first one though, of mine. Uh, we have a group on the, those Nallen Brothers. So join us. We you'll see us get online and play. We're terrible at telling you when we're gonna game. Usually it's on a Friday night though. Friday and Saturday evenings are our prime gaming function times um and that's about it yeah. um so for brett and allen and david and allen and tim go packers because i want to make brett lose <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> uh this is the number of this podcast see you guys all next week bye